Peace. Bips. Put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm your host, one half of your host, Maurice Williams, aka Mind of Reese, on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Yes, I said YouTube. Uh, joined by my brother, my co-host, Mr. Michael Bibbins, aka Bibbs, Bibbs Corner, on Twitter. How you doing today, brother? It's a nice Saturday. It's actually, I don't know if it's nice where you at. It's a nice day outside. I'm it's stuck in inside. It's yeah. in the 90s today. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. It's like in the, the high 70s here. High 70s, low 80s. I mean, the 70s is the perfect weather. It's feeling good. Yeah, it's, it's not feeling. It's it is. Cool. I love it. It's a little hot on this end. <laughs> I could tell that. I could tell that fall is right around the corner. It's weird because it's ninety degrees, but I can still feel a little bit of that that crisp fall air out there still somehow. Crisp, crisp fall crisp, air. Okay, crisp, is that crisp? <laughs> is that supposed to be like the breeze? I, I guess the breeze is kind of. You can feel that it has a little I, bite to it. I. Ain't, You starting already? Okay. 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 The air got some bite to it. Oh, man. Y'all can't actually see, but I'm wearing an exclusive. Number one in the world. Only jersey on the Western Hemisphere. Mavs Outsiders Kristaps Porzingis jersey. Nobody else got it but me. Nobody else got it but me. I wish y'all could see it right now. Nobody else got it but me. Nobody else got it but me. But anyway, they see it later. They'll see it in the clip. They'll see it in the clip. But um, uh, you know the vibes. We back with the. This is our second week doing video. It's actually going pretty good. So we don't want to. We don't want to make this last too long and screw it up. This is second week in a row where, as you were talking about doing the video and it being fine, it it kind of glitched a little bit. Just you know what? Let's move it. on and don't, don't talk, don't about, talk it. about it. <clears throat> Instead, we're gonna talk about the questions that y'all sent in after we sent the call out. Uh, I believe it was last night, correct? Yeah, we did it last night. Um, pushed it today. Pushed we got it some today. Some pretty good questions. We got some pretty good questions. Uh, we got a very long question from uh, a listener that always sends us very long questions. You know who you are, sir. <laughs> But uh, you want to get right into it, or is it something you want to discuss beforehand? You know, I got uh, back during the season, and I will be bringing it back this year. We had the uh, the uh, the weekly forecast I would do with the yes, with the newscaster voice. Um, <laughs> we are in the off season; it's getting boring, so I had to try to think of something creative to do. And I, I want to do I want to try a weekly news minute. Um, I might try to find some some news report sound effects or some shit to add uh maybe we'll see like a soundboard like a break it okay okay um if if i feel so whenever you ready i'm a you want to hit okay do you want to do that now you might as well get this out because i mean 
Yeah, because when you do it, I got to mute my mic because it might be some shit that make me die of laughter. And I don't, I don't want to mess you up in the middle. This song will be off character. to do. This song will be okay. off to do. Okay. I'm going to try not to okay. look at you because I will laugh. Matter of fact, I, I mean, see like, you know, let me, let me, I, I got you. Hold up. Don't even worry about that, brother. Watch this. Watch this. Hold up. <laughs> Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh wow. Okay. Never mind. Go ahead. What is that? I tried to find a break I tried to find a breaking news uh oh, breaking wait, hold news up. sound effect. There you go. Thank you, Reese, for passing it over. Uh I'm gonna hit you with the weekly news roundup. Uh this is all gonna be Mavs related news. We're gonna hit some quick topics and hope you can keep up. Uh first of all. Goran Dragic has been in the news lately as a Mavs target. A lot of Mavs fans have pretty much penciled him into the Mavs roster for some reason, even though he has a contract with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, they acquired him in the Kyle Lowry trade. He doesn't want to be there, allegedly. They don't give a damn. Uh, they have no incentive to cut that man loose. And in fact, <laughs> there's news that they may be trying to flip him for Ben Simmons. Uh, landing in Philadelphia, I could think of worse spots for a veteran trying to get a ring. Uh, so pump the brakes, folks. Uh, there's no telling where Goron's going to land. And the Raptors apparently are in the driver's seat. Moving forward, Nate Hinton, fan favorite of the Dallas Mavericks fan base over the summer. He was doing lots of community service. And then they said, fuck you, Nate Hinton. Get the road, Jack, or hit the road, whatever the saying is. <laughs> anyway... We kicked Nate Hinton to the curb after putting him to work all summer, but he's landing on his feet. The Indiana Pacers, uh, we know another guy that went there this summer, uh, picked up Nate Hinton on a camp deal, so he's going to have an opportunity to make the team. Edmund Sumner went down with a season-ending injury, which kind of increases Nate Hinton's chances of getting signed, so best of luck to Nate. Moving forward, Mark Cuban came forward with some startling news for some uh, uh exciting news for others that he almost had paul pierce in 2007 you know almost only counts in russian roulette horseshoes and pregnancy where i'm from <laughs> but uh we we didn't get the deal done because a third team was involved and once they found out boston was getting a first round pick they said uh fuck that <laughs> so we actually heard about this trade i believe it was on the balls cast podcast where Mark Cuban made an appearance. He talked about this, but he was not specific about what player he almost had. So now he's went and added to that story. Uh, just an interesting tidbit out there. Moving forward, Mark Stein put out his NBA power rankings and the Dallas Mavericks came in 13th, which was a little upsetting for some. <laughs> the New York Knickerbockers were in at 11th if I'm not mistaken, and the Golden State Warriors were at 12. A lot of people took offense to the Knicks being above us. I don't understand why they added Evan Fournier to a team that couldn't score. And uh, also Kemba Walker, who, if he can provide even anything, they had no point. They were, who was their point guard? Alfred Payton? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Kemba Walker on one and a half leg is better than motherfucking Alfred Payton. All right. Uh, and then what? Frank Nilakina was their other guy. We we know I love him, but uh, yeah. Anyway, he's 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 struggling to find a spot right now. So 
yeah, I would I would say that it's not unfair to say the Knicks are better than us, considering we split with them last year. We had very similar records, and they did more this offseason to improve their team. Anywho, I might be a little bit offended by the Warriors being ahead of us, but, you know, I prefer to be doubted so that when we exceed those expectations, who's talking now? Moving forward, we got a couple more things on the docket. Luca, last week it was the hookah. This week he's getting his baduka. <laughs> he's in the gym, folks, putting in work. He's running stairs with Goran Dragic. He's making it twerk, dropping it to the flow with the weights. He's dropping kettlebells, folks, not his bum. Uh, he's, he's really putting in the work in the offseason, showing that he, too, is trying to get fit. He took a couple weeks to relax, and now he's back in action. Shout out to Luca. And then finally, 2K has dropped. The Mavs 2K rankings are out. People seem to be upset by these things, but the team really is simply Luca at 94, KP at 84, and then a bunch of riffraff in the 70s. Uh, THJ 79, Brunson 78. Moses Brown at 77. I mean, he's really tall. He can dunk and rebound. He's probably a beast in 2K. I don't see why that's controversial. And then the rest of the guys, Bullock 74, DFS and Kleber 76, Dwight Powell, Willie Collie-Stein and Burke 75. Just a lot of 70s, folks. I'm not going to keep talking about that. It looks like the Hawaii weather forecast out here. Uh, and that's pretty much it, folks. That's the, your, your weekly rundown of all the Mavs-related news this week. Reese back to you uh thank you for that forecast uh bibs i would like to point out that that was definitely not um a weekly minute more like weekly minutes but i'm pretty sure <laughs> as the episodes go along the <laughs> weekly minute will be shorter so uh yeah but that was that was some good news um the 2k thing i i get it i mean I play 2K, so Moses Brown was a 78 last year's 2K, so I was expecting it to be around the same for this year since that was his updated overall rating. Um, Reggie Bullock, a 74, damn. And that's the that's the guy we... All right. They, uh, they said he looked like prime, prime Ray Allen, though, so for me, I don't care about the rating. I need to know, do you do what I need you to do? Prime Ray Allen? That's, that's what somebody said. Just because he's making shots... Don't make the motherfucker prime reality. Hey, he can be prime Mike Miller. Hey, man, look, if the shots go in, that's all I care about on the game. Yeah, but what about when it ain't? Anyway, uh, I ain't talking about the game. I'm talking about real life. But anyway, uh, yes, uh, all of that great news besides the Luca Paducah. I don't want to get into it. I couldn't think of a rhyme and word. I just had to make You ain't had to rhyme it, brother. You could have. <sighs> anyway, um, so. You want to move on to the questions now? Uh, actually, we should probably uh, drop this uh, this ad in here. This is not mid-roll, though. Why ain't it? We like a few minutes in. Your, your, your weekly minute wasn't that long. You got at least five minutes in? <laughs> we more than five minutes in, I'm sure, but, you know. I, I mean, if you... mid don't got to be exactly mid. Oh, okay. Mid All just right. means content in the front, content in the back. Well, before yeah, before we uh get into these uh, we can get to a couple questions if you want. Nah, let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into a couple questions first. All right, let's get into a couple take a break. Questions. You know, 
a message from our sponsors. I always want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is about, all right? That's what this is about, yes. All right, uh, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> so, last night, one of us, I'm never going to let y'all know who's actually tweeting from the account, but one of us put out the tweet last night to send in your questions. Y'all did come through with some very good questions. We did skim through some of them already. So, uh, from top to bottom, we just going to get into them. The first question comes from Homeboy Smurf, at Homeboy Smurf. Question says, okay, so when Luca was a rookie, was it just me? Or did y'all notice Wes and it says D-A-J, but I'm pretty sure he means D-S-J. No, um, I think he means DeAndre Jordan. Well, considering A is next to S on the keyboard, I feel like he meant D-S-J. No, I think that's DeAndre Jordan. Okay. Did y'all notice Wes and DeAndre Jordan not giving him the ball when he was in the backcourt after rebounds? I felt like they were sabotaging him, and even then, was glad to see them go, and I'm glad to see neither of them on the team again. Thoughts? You, I'm assuming you want me to start, so <clears throat> I think it was That's very... What thoughts means, brother. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I didn't know if thoughts was in the tweet, man. I didn't know if thoughts oh, was in no. the tweet. Oh, <laughs> no. My bad. Yeah, all right. Any, any, anyway, uh, DeAndre Jordan, I think that was a very notorious situation with him with the rebounds and like the one time where he almost injured Luca trying to get a rebound. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say it was sabotaging him as much as it was trying to get him to calm the fuck down because he was new and rookies got to earn their stripes. Like they're not just going to move to the side because you're the first number one pick or whatever. They, they want you to, to earn it and they want to probably spread the ball around. I think we talk about now how, and I believe it came up mostly during the Olympics how Luca brings the ball up the court all the time and basically slows down our break. Like, we don't have fast breaks and stuff like that. So I think that was probably a factor. Um, the rookie thing is probably a factor. I don't remember as much with Wes, but I do I do recall a lot of the veterans were not as quick to just throw him the ball and let him do everything, which halfway was annoying, but also halfway get it. Uh, I pretty much agree. I don't think they were sabotaging him in any way. I don't think uh, I don't think they gain anything out of actually sabotaging uh, Luka, especially in his rookie season. Uh, DeAndre Jordan maybe was trying to pad his stats. Maybe I mean you know he was seen to have fallen off a lot, so you know that's probably something he was working on at the time. Um, I do agree, though. I was glad to see them go. Not for that, just because, you know, what we got in return. And also, I wanted Wes off of the Mavs for, like, three years at that fucking point. So, yeah, <laughs> he was already on. He was already playing for other teams while he was playing for us. So, yeah, it was only natural that it was his time to go. Uh, I feel like DeAndre Jordan's stay was kind of short. But considering he bamboozled us, I, I don't care, honestly. But, yeah. Uh, appreciate the question. Moving on to the next question. I've never seen this person before. Under your face, okay? Uh, at OC underscore Zayla. I'm not sure if I said it right, but it's OC underscore X-E-L-A. Question is, when are the tampering investigations going to be completed? Surely they need to be done and announced before training camp, right? Uh, to be honest... Considering we haven't heard anything in so long, 
I just forgot all about it. Like, um, plus the trade was complete. The trades were completed. No news has come out. No updates have come out. I feel like they either just tossed it to the side, and any repercussions that come from it, I feel like won't be that huge of a hit where it'll affect the teams. Which means it does. It probably doesn't need to be done before training camp. I feel like each of those players are going to be able to play on their respective teams that they're on now. Uh, maybe some draft picks taking away some second round draft picks maybe but that's if this is even still ongoing uh what do you think yeah i think the fact that we haven't heard like the investigation is over is weird it's been over a month now um i expected there will be an an announcement when it is and the fact that both teams or all teams have moved to like signing players and stuff like that like or done other trades uh if there's punishment, it's probably going to be fines or, like you said, draft picks. So, um, I'm, I'm, I tried to look up to see if I could find any like timeline on this type of thing, but apparently they take all the time they want. So, I, like I said, I don't even know if they're still investigating the thing. Nothing's come from it. <laughs> uh, like you said, they're still signing players as if the roster is complete. So, I think if anything, they know. Uh, they're probably not going to lose these players that they yeah, might Yeah, it's not going to so. like undo the trades. Yeah. So, appreciate the question. Uh, moving on to the next question. Uh, familiar face, the Slovenian Mamba, at real, hold up, the real Hele. I believe it's Hele, right? We can work with it. J-E-L-E. J-E-L-E. I feel like that's Hele. Might be, I mean, because if it's J E F E, it's Hefe, so you know, just uh, what are some underrated shows that you recommend? This was a question that you really uh dug deep for, so considering you watch more TV than I do, and I only really have about one or two answers to this, I'll go first. Um, the new season of Wu Tang the American Saga just recently started. Which, if you're a hip-hop head like myself, and I'm a big Wu-Tang fan, uh, uh, Method Man is my favorite member, if you, if, if anyone was going to ask. Um, yes, this is, uh, the, the first season was fantastic. Came out like two, three years ago, I think. Uh, the second season took a while, but it it's definitely, they released the first, first three episodes at once. I've already watched episodes one and two. Uh, pretty cool so far. Um, something is kind of distracting me. The guy who was playing RZA basically changed his entire voice and the way he talks from for this one season. season to the next. Okay. Yeah, like I don't understand why. Uh, a friend of mine on Twitter sounds say he sounds like a Jamaican DMX, and it's so accurate, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but the roles, oh my goodness, the the casting for the roles have been incredible so far. Dave East is playing Method Man. Uh, Shamik Moore is playing Raekwon. Uh, there's some other familiar faces in there as well, but uh, I believe is this se- in that show? he was in the first season. Okay. In the first season, he was playing um, wasn't he was playing Inspector Deck in the first season, but he didn't come back for this season. Gotcha. So they got someone new playing him this season. Um, I was about to say something else. Uh, yeah, this season is about uh them recording the Thirty Six Chambers album which I constantly go back and listen to. It is my favorite Wu-Tang album. I'm pretty sure that's kind of like, oh, of course, motherfucker. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you have Hulu, um, Hulu is five ninety nine. 
they're actually about to spike the price up to six ninety nine, but still cheaper than things like Netflix. Um, it's worth it. It's worth to watch the whole first season, the the second season that's on now, and also I'm not sure if this is underrated, but I don't hear a lot of people talking about it as much as the original show. Uh, Power Book Three: Raising Canaan. Uh, I know a lot of people said they don't like it. I don't know what y'all expected. People was like, oh, when goes and Tony going to pop up? It's called Raising Canaan. Like, <laughs> yeah. he didn't. Come on now. That's self-explanatory. We're learning his origin, how he started in this. And, you know, if you really pay attention to it, there's a lot of similarities between him and Tariq, the character from the first power. Uh, you see why they connected so much, I think, in the uh, first season. Why even when Tariq, spoiler alert, snitched on Kanan, which resulted in Kanan's death, he spared Tariq and let him go. He, you could tell he truly, truly loved uh, Tariq. Did you were you watching? Did you watch Power? No, nah, I didn't. No, nah, I didn't. Watch okay. It. Uh, for anyone who watched it um, and finished the first Power, Kanan had a cousin named Jukebox, who. Uh, helped him set things up and she ended up kidnapping Tariq. He murdered her to save Tariq and watching how they grew up and how close they are. You wonder what either what got to the point where their relationship broke or did he really love Tariq that much to murder his cousin that he was so close with. It's nice seeing things like this. I'm, I'm really not a fan of uh, prequels, but this is this is doing it very well. No, a lot of power fans aren't into it, but I do recommend it. So I've it's, definitely seen people talking about it on the timeline. Yeah, I've seen um, a few people. I've seen a few people. Okay, so two, three. I got five, five options here for you. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna try to run through them pretty quick. So I tried to find different options for different streaming services. Uh, I think you mentioned the price for Hulu. Uh, I got the Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus package for mm. like thirteen dollars. So yeah, so that's 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 worth the money in my opinion. Um, Speaking of Hulu, a show, I, the shows that I watch on Hulu aren't technically Hulu originals. Uh, it's usually shows that are on like FX that I then watch when they get to Hulu. Uh, one that I that just came back recently is What We Do in the Shadows, uh, which is Taika Watiti actually, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, not Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, <laughs> Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok director, uh, plays Korg. Mm -hmm. um director of what was the hitler movie uh jojo rabbit jojo rabbit uh he was in free guy as well mm -hmm. uh he's the director of this show um it's basically the office with vampires like the three main characters are vampires that have been alive for centuries and then oh, wow. one of their familiar who's their human accomplice that like takes care of their stuff during the day type of thing and he's hilarious but like they do like the side interviews talking to the camera and stuff like that like mapping out their plans they get into like crazy crazy things um it took me like two or three episodes to catch on to what was happening but once i did like i'm, I'm all the way in i think it's the season that just started is the third season if i'm not mistaken um oh, wow that so most of been out that long yeah, most of the actors aren't really like big names, but um, Jonah Hill's sister pops out in the first season or two. Uh, she plays uh, from, interesting. Um, she was in uh, from Booksmart, right? Booksmart, right? Um, she's mm -hmm. hilarious. That was when I she think is. 
after that movie, I was talking about how much I loved her in it, and somebody recommended this show to me. Uh, so I gave it a chance, and I mean, third season I'm in. So again, the the quickest description of that show is The Office with vampires. Uh, it does get bloody and whatnot. <laughs> so it's funny, but it gets bloody, like very gory. That, like, for example, it's, on, it's I watch it on Hulu. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It comes on FX, but I watch it on Hulu. Uh, okay. Just to give an example of like how raw they get sometimes, the vampires they they suck blood obviously, but they'll like suck somebody's blood and just leave them laying around the house, and like the familiar has to like get rid of the bodies, and so like he's talked about how they're they're they were very messy and how he had to like come in and clean things up so he's like dragging bodies all across the house. And like wrapping them up and burying them, and like it, it was, but they make it like it's humorous, like very light on it, right? It's like, like dry humor type of, yeah. Like it's you yeah. know, they, they just leave their food out everywhere, and I have to go, and then they'll show like clips of him like dragging bodies out. Mm-hmm. I have to go behind them and clean up their food, and like they just leave it laying all over the place. Um, and there was an episode recently where they got like a job in an office, and like the lady's giving them the tour, and it's like whenever you leave your or leave your food in the break room, make sure you label it. And there's like bodies hanging from the ceiling type of thing. Like, make sure you label your food when you leave it in the break room. It's like, come on, son. <laughs> but, the break room. Right. <laughs> but, um, all right, so that's what we do in the shadows. You watch it on Hulu. I'm going to try these next two pretty quick. Netflix. There's a ton of stuff I've watched on Netflix. I'm going to give you two shows that are pretty much done. So you can just watch the whole series, I think. First one is 3%. It's a Brazilian show. Uh, It was the first Brazilian Netflix show. It was actually, I believe, a web series in Brazil that Netflix picked up and made into a full show. Um, It's one of those dystopian future type things where basically all the resources ran out and uh, they built, they took an island right off the shore and built it up with all the technology and resources, et cetera, and so forth. And every year they take all the 21-year-old, 20 or 21-year-olds, and they have to go through a series of challenges to get to the island and like only 3% make it through the test. Um, it ha- gives you that Hunger Games vibes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets into a lot of deep stuff about race and class and society and all that good stuff. Um, but there, it's good drama. It's good drama. I watch it. It's in Portuguese because the, oh, the dubs were terrible. Uh, so I just read the subtitles. It's, I'd rather get the the actual voices so I can catch the emotion versus somebody pretending to have emotion after the fact. <laughs> uh, but that's a good one. Uh, very deep show. I would be I would be lying if I said they didn't get me with the way they ended the show. The soft. I, I like to feel the things I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> I get immersed in it. Anyway. I'm sorry, brother. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) The second show is The Fall, which is a crime thriller on Netflix with uh, Scully from The X-Files and a dude from Fifty Shades. So she's the detective. He is the serial killer. And basically, it's a cat and mouse game of him, her trying to figure out who's doing the killing and him trying to get away with it. Uh, it's, it's one of the dopest shows I've ever watched, uh, as far as like crime thrillers type go. Um, because Is he, he good in it, because he was awful in. He's in great. Fifty Shades of Grey. I ain't want to okay. watch no goddamn Fifty Shades. But... <laughs> I only watched the first one. Worst, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. 
yeah, I, I had no interest just based off the trailer. Um, I was with a chick. I, I assumed as much. Um, no, there was no way you were dragging me in that. I didn't go to the movie to see it. We were in, okay. we were in the crib, and she was like, I want to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. And I was like, no, you don't. Like, we don't. We're not doing this. <laughs> but ended up watching it anyway. I'm sorry to hear that. But, uh, but yeah, he's me good. Too. He's because, again, you know who the killer is very early on in the show. Mm-hmm. And you're watching him. He's trying to live a normal life. Like, he's not just a crazy dude. He has a regular job, a family, all that. So you're watching him do all this crazy shit. And then go back home to his family. Meanwhile, you're watching her like live her jacked up life and try to catch him. But uh, you know the cop always got to be damaged in some way. Finally, let's move on. Apple Plus, Home Before Dark, uh, is a show, mystery, crime thriller type show. Um, the main character is a little nine-year-old girl. It's based on real events, based on the life of a real person who's a journalist now, but she was a nine-year-old journalist. Uh, Her dad was a big-time journalist in New York, lost his job. They had to move back home to Washington State, uh, to a small town. And as soon as she gets there, she realizes something is off about the town, starts investigating, uncovers a bunch of crap. Whole town, it, it becomes like a whole thing, the small town crime and like this old crime that everybody covered up and she digs up all the skeletons. Uh, my only issue with this show is they go back and forth between this the dark stuff like death and murder and mystery and all that good stuff and her being like a nine year old doing getting into hijinks with her little buddies like y'all gotta y'all gotta figure out what y'all want to gotta be. pick one yeah and then they change the music so the you know the little whimsical Disney Channel music the kids when kids are doing stuff mm-hmm. they'll play that and then they'll go back to like <laughs> deep violins and all that stuff with the dr- dramatic stuff that's weird. Yeah, like it's 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 it feels like you're watching two different shows. And finally, this was I don't Wait, know I if this is finally okay. I, yeah. My count must have been off. I'm sure it's the last one. Um, I don't know if this show is underrated, but I wanted to get one for Prime Video, <laughs> and it is Invincible. I know you watched that, Reese. Uh, animated. We talked about it. Yeah, animated superhero show. Um, very raw, very bloody, very different. Um, it's superheroes in the real world, secret identities, all that good stuff. But it gets very raw, even though it's animated. Don't let that fool you. That's all I got. I think I took twenty minutes on that. I like to, I like to think about it as uh, the uh, the Justice League without plot armor. <laughs> yeah, nobody's safe. Anybody can get it. Facts. Like the last episode of What If. All right. So, <laughs> moving on. Very Thank much you so. for that question, uh, by the way. Thank you for that question. Uh, next question comes from at X Muzart. That's M U Z A R T. X M U Z A R T. Funny question here, but very crazy when you think about it. Why we still have like six centers? That's the first question. So let's answer that one first. Okay. Um, because the front office is smoking crack. They I don't want to trade anyone. I have to assume somebody's getting traded at some point. But they gotta be, man. But we'll see. The way with <clears throat> we don't, the history. You know what? I can't even say the history of this front office. It's a new exactly. front office. We don't we don't know how settled in Nico is, and we don't know what Jason Kidd's system or whatever is gonna look like. So 
some of these guys are gonna fit, some of these guys are gonna not. So I would hope for the hope that they make some moves. The thing is, we can never have the middle ground. With the old front office, we was like, why y'all never want to go after big men? Y'all don't value big men. Y'all don't value centers. Now the new front office is like six centers. Here you go. And we like, wait, that's not what we asked for. None of these, most of these guys aren't good. So yeah, like, the differences between they're all like in a pack of about the same level of ability. Mid. So there are a lot of redundancies. But right. y'all, somebody got to go. Somebody got a couple people got to go actually. Um, second Facts. part of his question about Tyrell Terry. You think he can play in the NBA? I don't. He said he don't. You know why I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I love uh, you go ahead and answer this one. Oh, you man. go ahead and answer this one. I know I know you got some thoughts on it. I'm going to need you to answer too, but I, I can start. I'm going to answer. Start. I can start. I, I, yeah. I think he can one day, just not today. Okay. Uh, I think he can play in the NBA today. I just don't think he can be very effective today. Uh can be like a decent bench player guy not someone you bring off the bench early in the game or you know if you need buckets i think he can be that down the line maybe he needs to put some weight on something like that because he's very small uh but yeah obviously y'all know i'm a tyrell terry guy love tyrell terry want to see tyrell terry flourish so hopefully you know him playing in the, uh the g league this season with the Texas Legends can help that. They can uh, teach him something down there. He can get some, get his weight up a little bit, you know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, thank you for the question, though. Much appreciated. Uh, going to do like two more before we move on and do the ad read. How that sound? Sounds legit. All right. Next question comes from our boy, Jose. Not to be confused with Jose with the bad takes on Twitter. All right. Wow. <clears throat> At, come on, come on, Montelli. We know. Uh, at Paradox Killer twenty three, on the Mavs roster, who do you feel like will have a breakout season? Can't be KP or Josh Green, brother. I just want you to know that's a messed up question <laughs> because, like, you, like you already took most of the options away. <laughs> um, for me. If I had to choose and it can't be KP or Josh Green, I personally would go with Jalen Brunson. Um, I feel like Jalen Brunson still has improving to do. Uh, some would say his breakout season was last year. I feel like he can do much more. Also, with the NBA, there are tendencies for players to break out in their contract year. That's something we've seen a lot. So... I would not be surprised if Jalen Brunson damn near wins uh, six man of the year this season. I mean, uh, what's he, yours, he, Bibbs? he wasn't too far off this year, but <clears throat> uh, I have to after ask the follow up on that. Do you think his his playmaking increases this year? Because I I can't see him scoring much more. Yes, actually, I think his playmaking increases this year. Okay, I think there's been. I saw somebody say that that they feel like he was held back in the Mavs system with his playmaking, and that they expect him to take a step there. So we'll see. Um, he did cross my mind because, like you said, there's not a ton of options. Ninety percent of our rosters in their prime. It feels like. So I have to go with Moses Brown. Uh, you could halfway say he kind of broke out last year, but he didn't really get to do a lot of damage in the league um they were also get, tanking at the time correct right like he was just getting 
a bunch their entire games were garbage minutes. So he was just playing a lot of garbage minutes. I think he could emerge as the guy who wins out of our pack of centers. Uh, I still don't consider KP a center, so don't don't read into that any type of way. But I do think Moses could emerge as a, a, a guy to overcome Willie, Dwight, uh, Boban even in our, our center rotation. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Moses' breakout. Uh, I think he could be close to a 10-10 type of situation. I would love to see that because I like I like the promise of uh of Moses Brown, uh nice big body down in the paint, rebounding big, something we really need, you know. Tyson yeah. Chandler is mentoring him, so maybe that breakout season is on the way. And as uh, far as defense, I don't need him necessarily swatting everything. I just need him to get in the way. You right. Know, you hear that motorcycle? Yeah, I heard it, but it's, yeah, I heard it. All right, that dude is, is it inside the house? I'm saying this dude is tripping. He, he does this at like two in the morning. Like, dog. Oh my God. You, you get your shit. I mean, that midlife crisis is crazy, but. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Moses, I just need him to get in the way because with KP, mm-hmm. if he's on the court with KP or with Maxi, they're cleanup guys. So people talk about how he can't defend the paint. I don't want him on an island. I want him to have those, those cleanup guys to come over and help him out. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what we do with Moses. All right. Uh, appreciate the question, Jose. Moving on to the next question from Katie Wiz at KT underscore WZA. One of my favorite new followers. What are the Mavs going to do if slash when KP doesn't play like his old bubble slash Knicks self? Uh, sounds like you have no, no faith in KP, Katie. Just want to <laughs> let you know. Um, what will the Mavs, I don't think the Mavs are going to do anything. I think, I think if that were the case, we won't see moves made until the off season. I don't think anything is going to be available during the trade deadline where we have to make the move. You just rock it out for the next, uh, for the rest of the season to be realistic. We don't have championship aspirations. We would just like to get out of the first round at this point. So why not just play it out for the rest of the season? See, uh, see who else plays well on the team. Who steps up in the second half of the season? Then maybe you could package someone with KP and go get someone in the off season where players have more cap space. You have more flexibility. Uh, you know what teams need what. What teams are buying? What teams are selling? So yeah, I don't think any moves will be made during the season, but more likely in next off season. So I uh, I agree that that would be the optimal way for that to go. But when your star is Luca and he is incredibly emotional and wears his emotions on his sleeves, if KP comes in looking questionable, it's going to be very evident in the way Kate Luca is treating him and acting. And they're not going to want to have Luca moping around the court and making faces and yelling into his jersey and sitting away from the bench, stuff like that. So I think there's a strong possibility he could be shipped if he comes out like that. I could see KP getting traded midseason. I think there's a lot of desperate teams that are going to be in a position to maybe take a swing at KP around the trade deadline. Um and that, that's where I would look for something to happen now. Of course, optimal situation is KP comes out and does his thing. 
But if he doesn't, I can't see him surviving the season in Dallas. And him and Luca not coming, throwing hands. <laughs> Putting the gloves on. <laughs> like, like, uh, that, that, I don't, yeah. don't want to get that alert from Brad Townsend. <laughs> that Luca whoop KP's ass. He's not coming to the podium. Like, Unfortunately, I won't be getting alerts from Brad Townsend because I'm still blocked. Second oh. part of her question. <laughs> If you could live in any time period in history, what would you pick and why? Well, this dwindles it down for me because anything before the 90s or 80s, I'm not choosing. So uh, (laughs) that's not ideal for me. So honestly, that's tough because I'm only 28. I don't want to go too far back because, you know, racism. Um Are you thinking hard on it, or do you already know? I, I thought about it. I read it yesterday, and initially my mind went there as well. But I'm going to let you finish your answer. I would like to go back to the 90s. Okay. Like, as an because adult I was, in the 90s. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was, I grew up in the 90s. I was born in 93. Most of my young childhood was in the 90s and in the um, early 2000s. And, you know, growing up in the 90s as a kid, you listening to music, you don't really understand the music. Things are happening, you don't understand. You still have your innocence. I would like to go back as an adult and experience that entire decade and come out with a brand new perspective on it. Because, you know, everyone always talks about how great the 90s was. I agree, but I had a different experience. So I would like to go back at the age of 28 I am now as an adult Let's see what the 90s are like. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just thinking about it. The Jordan run, uh, mm-hmm. NWA, mm-hmm. Tupac, Biggie. like mm-hmm. Biggie. OJ Simpson. On Twitter, could you imagine? <laughs> Jordan retiring and coming back. All that. Yeah, yeah. Shaq dominating. Certain movies. Shaq dominating certain <clears throat> movies coming out, you know. The uh, the emergence of DMX, yeah. Uh, the emergence of Eminem. Well, Eminem first album was ninety nine or two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I would I would love to go back to that era. Man. The East All Coast right. West Coast beef, man. <laughs> you would have had the Kango hat on, like no, the facts. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills going to four Super Bowls in a row and winning none of them. Like, come on, man. Exactly. The Cowboys actually winning. Right. I know y'all. I know y'all ain't gonna like that. I know y'all ain't gonna <laughs> that was gonna like that. <laughs> that was a little bit of disrespect. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I did, like you said, uh, I initially with this question, it always is like, well, not a lot of time periods as a black person to pick from. But I thought about it when I said that. I said, huh? What about way, way back? What about Mansa Musa time? Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to roll deep with Mansa Musa when he was the richest person on the planet uh see how africa was looking before them people came across the on the boats and destroyed everything i, w- I would like to go back to a time some technology so you know <laughs> i don't, <laughs> don't want to go back i just want to go back that far i just want to eat fruits and, and, and dance and be merry you know <laughs> okay fair enough I don't want to go back to a time with a king or anything either. Where I gotta, 
I got to kiss a dude's feet or something like, you know. Man, I'm just trying to work in the fields, deliver my crops. Feel me? It still sounds like slavery, brother. <laughs> not them, not them fields. Try have still my own sounds... fields. I'm trying to be at the market like in the in the in the uh the market area just just selling my fruits that I grow with my family. Meet my six wives and okay. 50 56 kids, you know? Oh, uh, see, that that's where it is. The six wives. All right. Yeah, now we see the real reason you want to go back. All right, he dragging his nuts, as we say in Baltimore. Um, <laughs> we're going to do this ad read before we move on to the next question because I caught a glimpse of the next question and my mind went somewhere else. So let's uh, <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this quick. Let's do this quick ad read. Let's get it. Ah, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here, and the excitement continues with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Bet just $1 on any football game this weekend and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure making it easier for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code TBPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Hey, man, I just want to say I think we killed that. That's the first. Hey, man, we went through that easy. No stumbles, no nothing. Live, baby. Live. I feel like we just Come hit some now. clutch free throws. That's what that felt I like. feel like we just hit a we Giannis in game six. Giannis in game six, man. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't oh my god, he just sitting there. Y'all y'all can't see this shit. Splash. It takes him longer than that. <laughs> that was that was like ten seconds. I meant that whole for thirteen. All right, so Next question comes from. <laughs> All right. Y'all know I'm immature. I'm going to try to get through this question, right? And it's not even long. Man on the street who asked the uh, question earlier at Homeboy Smurf. Question is favorite type of nut? <laughs> All right. So, I mean, there's different kinds. It's the kind when you're receiving. Okay. Now, <laughs> Okay, okay, all right. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I don't eat nuts. I know that's that's. I really <laughs> do. Pistachios count? I'm no, those count. are seeds. I don't know. You I'm can count a... pistachios. I don't. Cashews. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't eat nuts, and that's not, eat, a, that's not a that's not a that's not a I'm not gay joke. I don't eat. Okay, all right. I, I don't eat nuts. <laughs> Definitely oh, not goblin. I'm definitely not gobbling on no nuts. <laughs> Yo, oh man. 
Uh, if there's any ladies out there that do eat nuts, my DMs open. Next question. <laughs> okay. Get back serious. We good. We good. Ah. Let's go. I don't like that sound. Thank you for that question. Professional. Next question comes from Jennifer G. At Jennifer. Hold up. That's a lot of E's. Is it two, okay, it's two I'm E's sorry. and an A and then two L's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. At Jennifer Liang, I believe. Or Liang G. Okay. Jennifer Liang G. Be the biggest. Be the biggest. I think there was a typo. Okay. Uh, uh, let me see. Let me read through it. Okay. Uh, the question says verbatim. Be the biggest key for the Mavs have a successful season and hopefully get out of the first round of the playoffs. I'm assuming she's saying what would be the biggest key for the Mavs to have a successful season and get out of the first round of the playoffs. Um, for me, uh, my answer has been consistent is Christos Porzingis. His consistency and his play, not the way he's not trash. He just didn't play up to the standards and the contract that he has. Um, if he comes out and plays at an all-star level, not saying he has to make the all-star game, but if he comes out and plays at an all-star level, along with Luka being the MVP that he is, uh, the role players is going to open up for them much easily, which means they're going to fall in place perfectly. You're not going to need excuse me, too much out of them. But I feel like, and I don't want to put too much pressure on him, Obviously, my word means nothing. I'm just saying, like, I don't want to make it seem like, oh, if KP doesn't step up, it's all his fault. That's not the case. I'm just saying a key for us to have our most successful season possible is definitely the play of Christos Porzingis. Okay. So, yeah, I was going to say the same thing, and I like that you said that you're not, you're not trying to put pressure on him um, or, like, say that it's all on him, which is what it's pretty much going to be. I think I made this comment on the timeline that, all offseason, it's been about, oh, KP is going to be a different player and KP is going to be healthy and KP this, KP that. Like, everything seems to be all of our, our taking, taking the next step is on KP's shoulders, firmly planted both by fans and by Jason Kidd in the front office. Oh my God. I, I know you heard him. He's back. I barely so, heard it that time. All right. So he's definitely back and it was loud as fuck. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to do that, but since we didn't get a secondary playmaker, mm -hmm. since we didn't get a real big, that's what it's going to be. Luka is going to be Luka. He's already at an MVP level, talent-wise, ability-wise, what he's doing is MVP level. He's probably going to come back a better free-throw shooter. Like Whatever flaws he has in his game, I expect something to get improved upon. Last year, we didn't even know he came back as a mid-range assassin, so I'm not worried about Luka. It has to be KP. Tim Hardaway Jr. is what he is. Reggie Bullock is what he is. Most of these dudes on the team are what they are. Even Jalen Brunson, he can do a little bit more on the playmaking side to help us off the bench, mm -hmm. but he's not a guy that's going to take us to the next level. And unless we have a trade to make that happen to get us that second playmaker, that's who that's who it would have been on, but that didn't occur. Moses Brown, can he be the, the big man that we need to do the extra things, to, to put together being a threat on defense and on offense? Can he be a more mobile Boban? I don't know. 
So I, I can't lean on him. It has to be KP, unfortunately. unfortunately. And also not but having to face Kawhi. Hopefully he can step up. <laughs> not having to face Kawhi is also going to help that, us get out of the first round. That's a big help. Swear to God, that's a big help. <laughs> hopefully he doesn't decide that he wants to come back at the end of the season. That would be some um, stuff. Appreciate the question, Jennifer. Uh, next question is from Jose. The one I said has bad takes, but he knows. Uh, him and Blake. I mean, not Blake. God damn it. Grambo both have bad James takes. Uh, no wonder. James Grambo, yes. No wonder they had the, uh, the show together. Two peas in the pod. <laughs> um, at Jay Montelli asks, over slash under for Mavs. Believe they are set at 48 and a half. He has three questions. This is the first one, so... What's your over? Uh, you taking the over or you taking the under? I feel like we're both on the same page, but I I'm not looking at this upcoming season yet. Uh, I haven't looked at any schedules. I haven't looked at the final rosters for teams. I still expect major changes to occur, particularly Ben Simmons. So I'm, I'm I can't think that far ahead, personally. So so you can't think over or under forty eight and a half? No. It's okay. it's about it's about. I'm going right. with the under. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm going under, not too far under, maybe 46, 47, but yeah, I'm going with the under. Okay. Uh, second question: Does Josh Green crack the rotation? I believe he does. Uh, I believe we still need some wing help. Hopefully, they're not bringing in Sterling Brown and Reggie Bullock to take away minutes fully from Josh Green to where he doesn't play. I would like to see uh him develop a bit, especially with. Uh, Jason Kidd and his assistant that he brought in who helped develop a bit uh, more in Milwaukee with Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Not saying Josh Green can become that, but developing him is key to the Mavs' future since he is, you know, our first-round pick. Uh, he has talent. He's still kind of raw. A lot of untapped potential. I would like to see him get some more minutes. It's no experience like playing time. Okay. Um... I would like to think so as well. I know we went and loaded up at the wing position. I saw some speculation that they might play him as like a small ball four, which could be interesting because he does rebound and hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's strong. So, he can, I mean, modern fours aren't usually back to the basket type guys. They usually stretch right. big. So I, I can see that being something that works. Um, I would like to see him definitely, definitely be a regular rotation guy this year. Same, same. And uh, the third question, which is crazy to ask. If someone is looking to go solar in Texas, who should they contact? I, got I have no idea. Well. I got you. I live I live in Baltimore, so. I, I got the answer for you. If you're looking for solar in the state of Texas, really anywhere, man, he can get it done. Contact Jose Monteleon at J Montelli. Hit him up. He will get you taken care of. And I want my twenty dollars. Is that what this was? <laughs> no, it was, was this a plug? Yes, okay. it, was a, it was definitely a plug. I feel, I, it was definitely a plug okay. by him. It was his plug, plugging himself. Right, I'm, that's I'm what cool I'm saying. He I really res- does. I respect. Yeah. I respect the hustle. This is the most hustlingest dude on the timeline. I promise. I didn't know. I didn't know. So you know, <laughs> kudos. That that was actually very slick of you, sir. Mention that you buying a house. Let he he will appear. <laughs> Like State Farm. All you got to do is do the jingle. Like a good neighbor, Jose is there. 
That's right. Okay. With solar. <laughs> uh, next question comes from the big homie, literally, at Tall Traveler One. Assuming COVID wasn't an issue, if you could visit any country, where would y'all go and why? I think I forgot about this question. I definitely would have did research on this. Oh man. So, <clears throat> I did think about this a few times. Um. Personally, like as far as like actual plans, there is. I was planning to. I, I want to get back up to Toronto, um, for a game. But for the purposes of this question, I'm gonna say Nigeria. Um, I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta get to the motherland. I've been hearing some good things. Lake Lagos. I don't. I, I might be pronouncing it wrong, but I, I want to hit Lagos. I, the the videos and stuff. Like a lot of artists I follow been out there recently. It, it looks lit, so I, I need to get out there. At some point in time, and they speak English, so that that could be an easy easy trip. Uh, for me, off the top of my head, I'm gonna say Aruba. Mm. It's an island. Uh, I've seen pictures and stuff. It's beautiful. Uh, obviously, I can't swim, but I would like to go there. You Why know, is that enjoy obvious? myself. <laughs> That's not obvious. <laughs> I had to think about it. That's not obvious. <laughs> Uh, no, I wasn't making a black joke. Yeah, Aruba. Aruba is a beautiful place I would like to visit someday. Uh, just off the top of my head. Um, I thought about New Zealand, but New Zealand and Australia and shit, they got these huge fucking animals that I would not like to come across. So, uh, no fucking thank you. <laughs> and if one of them is a bird, I may not make it back. Um, How are we going to both so, be bird phobes? Out here. That was a classic. That was a classic part of the podcast <laughs> history. <man. laughs> That's where it all if started. I say so myself. Facts. So, thank you for the question, Tall Traveler. Uh, of course, the traveler asked us a question about traveling. Um, <clears throat> next question comes from our boy Rolo. I thought we Always has. Are we gonna save it for last? Okay, save, save for last. last. We skipping your ass, Rolo. Next question. Come back, come back to that. Coming back to it. Dalton Richardson, seventeen, at Dalton Richardson, seventeen, just started Ted Lasso. Give me three reasons as to why people should watch this show. I have not watched it, but I know you have, so have at it. First of all, it's hilarious. Um, I thought it was going to be too much, too over the top because they got uh, I forgot the dude's name. Dang. The main actor is like a country bumpkin from the middle of America, and he's coaching a soccer team, I'm sorry, a football team in Europe. Uh, so I thought it was going to be too much, like uh, with the accents and him being goofy. But uh, this guy this gets very deep, very heartwarming. Like he he uh, deals with a lot of different personalities with the players on the team. Uh, I get into the sports side of it. Like the the following the team, are they gonna win? Are they gonna lose? And the characters are amazing. Like I, Roy Kent, I think is the one that gets all the love. He is the he is a, a veteran on the team who used to be the big shot, uh, used to be the playboy, used to be one of the hottest players in Europe, but now he's old and he's dealing with the young hot shot now. And there's a lot of uh, interactions between them that are ugly. 
Uh, but you can see at the bottom of their core, they're all good people just trying to make it and they've all been through some shit. So um, it gets deep. Like I said, it, it's it's not, it's, it seems like it should be a bubbly show, but it's not. It gets into some deep stuff. Uh, it's a very fun show, very deep show, great characters. And just for you, for your purposes, Roy Kent, the character I'm talking about, um, <clears throat> the guy who plays him is actually a writer on the show. And he actually, when he was writing it, he felt he said that he connected to that character so much he asked if he could play him, and he's killing it. Oh wow! Okay, I've been hearing a lot about it. I've been thinking about checking it out. I just didn't know it was about at all. Definitely watch it. Oh no, I don't have Apple Plus, so I won't be watching. Oh, Uh, I thought it was on Netflix or some shit. No, it's definitely Apple Plus. That's why I hadn't (laughs) watched it initially. But then uh, they offered me some type of package. It's like five dollars. if they I offer me a package that includes, I was about to say, if they offer me a package that includes Apple Music and Apple Plus for a recent for a decent price, I'll take it. So how Apple Music is like what eleven dollars? Nine ninety nine, I think, or ten dollars. Yeah, it's like ten dollars and some change. Apple Music, Apple Plus, and I think they gave me like some more uh, iCloud storage for fifteen dollars. That's that's the deal I did. So I pretty much. much is- I'm, I'm pretty much only paying three three more dollars than what I was paying before. Okay, I was about to say how much is Apple Plus by itself? I think it's six dollars by itself. Okay, all right, all right. That's not bad. Uh, Apple TV second part of his. Yeah, whatever. I think it's Apple Plus. I think it's Apple Plus. It might be. Oh, this is uh, called Apple One. I, I believe they like it popped up on my the phone. bundle. Yeah. Okay. Um. Second part of his question. On a more basketball note, which of these is more likely to happen? Washington gets Dame, Philly gets Dame, Boston gets Dame. I feel like you just, you, you don't even want to answer this question because that's your boy. But guess what? I'm going to make you go first. So I wanted, to take the, <laughs> I wanted to take the cop out and say Dame is not going anywhere. But if I have to choose one of the three, I'm going to say Philly. Really? Uh, I'm actually going to go Boston. Because I feel like What's they the have baggage? the perfect piece to trade. It involved it's surrounding it's surrounding Jalen Brown. I feel like Jalen Brown is a star waiting to break out. Uh shout out to my boy Pierre, aka Pee Wee the Plug, on through the wire. He actually says this a lot. But yeah, a J- if I'm Portland, I'm looking for somebody to replace Dame and start over. Jalen Brown is a very nice piece to do so. Uh, obviously Philly has that with Ben Simmons, um, Washington, the, the point of getting Dame would be to pair him with Bradley Bale or it would be no point. So Washington doesn't have anything to really give up, but I believe Boston has the most to offer. If Dinwiddie comes so out hooping my choice. and they got all those power Facts. forwards, they got Kuzma, Hachimura, all them dudes. So don't forget Denny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got like five, four power forwards that could start technically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. All right. Next question comes from Certified Lover Tweeter. X. Skip that. DTX. At DTX underscore eleven. Where do you rank Shang Chi among the Marvel origin movies? Now, origin. this is a good question origin. because when I first read it, I thought he meant Marvel movies. I, but he I said skipped it. Origin. Let me pull he up. said origin. So 
I gotta pull up the origin film. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pull up all the MCU movies and then we'll yeah. skip to the origins. Uh, let's see. I believe if I Google MCU origin films, it'll come up. Like all of the origin movies will come up. <clears throat> then we count Avengers 1 now. Let's do regular origin. Where's the list? There we go. Oh, wow. Someone already ranked them. That's crazy. All right. Uh, hmm. Guardians. Ant-Man. Doctor Strange. Spider-Man. All right. Where do I rank it? Black Panther. Captain Marvel. There's 12. I got 11. If- if you include Black Widow. That's not an origin film. Why not? Because it's not about her origin. Why ain't it? It's a it's it's not like it's not like, oh, this so is you, introducing Black Widow. That's, that's not, the only one you don't count as an origin? Yeah, I don't count that as an origin. So you count Spider Man Homecoming as Homecoming. an origin? Yes. Even though that wasn't his debut either? It was his debut, like, it wasn't, how do I say this? Black Widow was in the MCU for a very long time before she got that movie. So it's because she was in there, but the movie At least Spider-Man was about, at least Spider-Man was about. The movie takes place. Takes place where? During a period Mm -hmm. where she hadn't been in the Which still was not her origin. Which still was not her origin. I feel like we get into semantics. I don't care enough. She, she, it's not gonna be a. Bu- you know what? To be, be honest, I'm about to say if be you want to count, so. if you want to count it, count it because it's not gonna be a buff So, all right. Um, it's not Just in my sure top it five. Like we, it's not in your top five origins. It's not in my top five origins. Ooh, list them. Uh, in no particular order: Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther. Spider-Man, wait, hold up. Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Black Panther, Spider-Man Homecoming, and wait, hold up, is it in my top five? <laughs> Did I miscount? No, 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 I didn't miscount, hold up. I'm looking at the list. Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther. I think I did. No. I didn't. Spider-Man Homecoming and Ant-Man. That's a respectable It's list. six for me. That's a respectable it's list. It's six for me. I think it's going to make my five just because I really okay. I really didn't enjoy. <laughs> I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy. I didn't get into Iron Man like that. And I think oh, it's wow. because I, right. I didn't watch it when it... I think I watched it after I had watched a couple other movies. So, like, coming back to it, it didn't feel... It didn't hit for me like it probably hit for people that watched it first. Like, when it came out. Um, So, mine are Captain America, First Avenger. Not necessarily in order. Not necessarily in order. As far as what's going to be ahead of Shang-Chi. First Avenger. Okay. um, Black Panther. Guardians. And then I think it's Shang-Chi 4. Ant-Man 5. Okay. That's real. That's 
I mean, I wouldn't have First Avenger in my top five, but I think most people would. So I'm in the minority. I don't think most people would. Um, I think it's it's very slept on, in my opinion. And I think I liked uh, it I, since we're here on the topic. I liked it because it didn't necessarily feel like a comic book movie. It was like a war movie that turned into a comic book movie by the end. And those war movies kind of, I don't know why, I, I enjoy some of those war movies. And uh, I enjoyed the heart of the movie of him being this dude with, with no physical tools, but all the heart and passion and fight. And then they gave him the physical tools and yeah, he was unstoppable. And I the, the him and Bucky story got me too. That's why Winter Soldier is my favorite MCU movie. Because I was like, damn, they really killed his homie like that. And then when he <coughs> overrated. Blasting, I was like, yo. <clears throat> overrated. <laughs> I set you up for that. <laughs> not possible. It's not possible. Uh, both of them are, both of them are actually <clears throat> overrated. Uh, no, the reason I said Logan was overrated I I... was because did you, well, you don't, you weren't like, you don't subscribe to a lot of things on youtube but it was this channel movie channel called collider and they um they had this list they did the 50 greatest superhero movies of all time okay okay they did the 50 greatest superhero movies of all time and i'm getting down the list they were releases a new one every week throughout the weekday so i'm following this you know every video and i'm like 50 you said 50 Mm-hmm. How many are like there? superhero movies of all time? Oh, okay, there's okay, a lot. Okay, okay, yeah, MCU's, superhero movies of all time. So MCU's not even just Marvel so. and DC. Yeah, MCU's yeah. twenty five. So yeah, I can imagine. Like the Crow was on. No, it wasn't twenty five at the time. This was two years ago. Oh wow! Thor Ragnarok hadn't even come out yet. Oh shit! <laughs> Which means right. we didn't even get Infinity War yet. So, oh, um, okay. They counted movies like the Crow and. You okay. Know, stuff oh, like so that. they went any any comic films. book ties type of thing. Watchmen Incredibles, Incredibles is on there. Um, so yeah, but <clears throat> we, they dwindling down the list, and I'm like, they getting the number. Th- I, like I'm on. I had just finished watching the movie, which was number three, which I think was Avengers one. Uh, that was Civil a moment. That was a moment. That was a moment. Avengers 1. Avengers 1 or Civil War was number 3. I can't remember. But, um, so, I'm doing the one down and I'm like, what the fuck could be number 2? And it was fucking Logan. How new was Logan? Logan. No, this was two years ago, so it wouldn't have, it had been out a while. 2017, Logan came out in 2017. Okay. Came out earlier that year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw it in theater. Yeah, that's the com- I saw it in Dallas. Second actually. greatest, second best comic book movie of all time is Logan. Come on, man. Wait, what was Dark oh, Knight? Man. Number one, of course. Okay, okay, okay. But come on, man. <laughs> Logan. That's why I say it's overrated, bro. I'm not putting it that. It's not in my top five. I didn't watch any of the X Men movies except Logan, and it made me cry. What the fuck is wrong with you? Because I didn't want to get attached to that series until they were part of Marvel. Like I didn't want to associate anybody with these characters until Marvel had the rights to them. 
And I think I was hearing like mixed things about the movies themselves. So I was like, I'm not investing myself. And so now that Marvel has the X-Men, now that Marvel has the X-Men, they can do it right and I don't have to worry about those movies. Like it's so up and down. They literally have like two or three of the top 20, 25 greatest comic book films of all time. Okay. And they also have two of the worst. Yeah. Yeah, just so I think I didn't like those who they, I feel like I didn't like a couple of the castings either. And I was just like, F it. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't invest though now in Marvel. Whenever I see Patrick Stewart able to walk, I'm just like, stones. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean they have some Moving good. Moving on to the too. next question. Yeah, they have some good casting too. They did. They did. They did. I hope some of them can come back for the MCU. But uh, next question from at Ryder fifty four thirty two. What are y'all's hobbies outside of basketball? Um, for me, I still play some basketball. I'm not very good. Uh, video games. Um, my YouTube channel at Mind of Reese. Subscribe. Uh, that's really it. To be honest, I don't really have any hobbies. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, movies. Weird. Going to the movies. Yeah, I was gonna going say. To uh, very obviously, movies. Um, definitely, probably the biggest one right now. Uh, <clears throat> I do play basketball as well. Not as much as I used to, unfortunately. My my body has given up on me in a lot of ways. Uh, I'm not into football like I used to be, actually. Podcasting has become fun. Uh, I like to listen to to true crime podcasts as well. Um, I think right now I'm doing way too much work shit that I, I can't even think about fun. Like I got school, right. the regular job, this podcast. I'm not. I'm not having a ton of fun besides movies and TV. Unfortunately, yeah. pandemic has shut down travel, so I haven't. I I can't travel like I used to. So. Uh, that that would be on the list, but I haven't been. I haven't left. I've only left South Carolina once since technically February of twenty twenty when I went to Charlotte, which is right across the border right. for a, for a game. But really, <laughs> November of twenty nineteen is the last time that I actually went somewhere for fun. That was uh, outside I went of to Vegas for my birthday. Pandemic has been very problematic. <laughs> Stressing my boy out. Uh, so we saved the longest question for last. Let's get it. Uh, our boy Rolo at Rolo Gonzalez 78. Okay. So uh, he's got three questions. He's got actually six questions. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna try to um, do the hold me hold me accountable because I you know I like to talk. If you see me going too long, I'll shut it down. Say less. I will not hesitate. Uh, <laughs> first question: Besides the Mavs, which team will you be closely watching this season? Secret League Pass team. For me, I do have League Pass, so for me, it would probably. Uh, Houston Rockets Houston Rockets or the Chicago Bulls uh, I like Jalen Green a lot 
I think the Houston Rockets have a nice young team over there with, excuse me, KPG, Jalen Green, Christian Wood. And I also like the Bulls' new core. I like the pieces they added. I think that team will really be fun to watch. Going to be a uh, top five team in the East, I believe. So, yeah, those are the two teams for me. Okay. Uh, obvious answer. And unfortunately, I can't watch them on League Pass because of its blackout restrictions. Uh, Charlotte Hornets, I will be in the building, hopefully. Uh, me and my boy, Hornets fan 88, uh, will link up for a few games at least. Um and then obviously the Blazers, I gotta watch Dame. Um, that's that's definitely lead pass all day. I'm probably gonna check out the Magic still too. Um, I used to do it for Mo Bamba. Now I'll be doing it just to to check on our boy Jamal Mosley. So. Yeah, I was gonna say the Wizards, but I know about the blackouts. But I'm gonna actually go to a few <laughs> Wizards games this year. Um, second question. If you decided to no longer follow the Mavs and offered your fandom as a free agent, what's the magic number, price, plus years for you to sign for for the for you to sign the fan contract? I can take this first. I, if you like, yeah, go yeah, go ahead. So, <clears throat> some of you may remember this was before I tried to build this account up. Well, I changed my methods, I should say, in trying to build my account up. <clears throat> it was around the time Dirk was about to retire. And I'm trying to think, I don't know if it was 2018, like before we drafted Luca or like right after we drafted Luca. I jokingly said I was going to be a free agent after Dirk retired. And uh, I started actually kicking around teams to follow. Um, I considered the Hornets just because that's easy, local. I can actually go to games regularly. I already have some Hornets gear that I wear because I get free stuff at the game, stuff like that. Um, seeing Del Curry be appreciated in person. Uh, I think I sat one time next to a guy that grew up with Steph and like that everybody loves the family. And like being a part of that just felt like a thing that I would want to do. I've never have been able to enjoy any of my teams as a home fan team for more than like two years when I was in Baltimore or in the Baltimore area. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you wasn't in Baltimore, brother. Yeah, it was, it, it was like 15 minutes away, but you know. Um, oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but close enough to like be able to feel like I'm part of it. Like the radio, you mm -hmm. turn on the radio and they talk about the Ravens. Like I, I don't get that. So I consider the Hornets, I consider the Blazers because of Dame. I considered the Bucks because of Giannis at the time. So right now, jumping on the Bucks would feel like bandwagon, so I can't do that. Um, I could potentially do the Blazers. I seen I love their fans. Like I haven't had any negative interactions with Blazers fans online. I love Blazers fans. I follow a lot of them. Um, and then the Hornets. It'd be the Blazers or the Hornets. And I I, I don't have a price. I'm, I'm, my loyalty is free. I was about to say you ain't say the price. So yeah, yeah my, uh, my loyalty is free. Um. Technically, I don't even think he asked for the team. He just asked for the price in the years. But wow. um, for me, it would be the Washington Wizards. Obviously, because they're close. I can go to games anytime I want. You know, uh, that's really the obvious choice. Um, there's really no other choice. Price, I don't know. Years, five. Five, five years. You got five years of me before I'm a free agent again. 
I would do five for the Blazers. You got five years to do something. Ten for the Hornets. Hornets, yeah. You got five years. The That's... Wizards don't have a good history, so I'm only giving them five. <laughs> All right. Um. Next question. Using the following scale, what are your hands like? Uh, I'm guessing one is the lowest, ten is the highest. Yeah. Uh, one. My cheeks get. Wait, what? My face cheeks. Are okay, my my face cheeks getting clapped. <laughs> Two, glass Joe. Three, sucker punches. My specialty. Four, won't hurt myself punching. Five, average Joe. Six, I can throw a few. Seven, Joes versus pros. I remember that show. Eight, amateur boxer. Nine, try Jesus, don't try me. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go through these before reading them, honestly. I read a couple. In um, 10 registered weapons, I would give myself a six. I can throw a few. Somewhere between five and a half. Five and a half. Okay. Somewhere between five and six. I'm going to go. I, w- I want to go amateur boxer, but I'm probably not what I used to be. <laughs> So, I actually did consider going getting into boxing in college, but I didn't do it. My dad was a boxer, so uh, it's in the blood. My grandfather was a boxer too. So anyway, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go Joe's versus pros. I'm gonna go Joe's versus pros. Like okay, right. my my like if if it goes longer than a few, I'm probably gonna get tired. We gonna be wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna be wrestling. But uh, any fight that I ever been in has been over like pretty quick. It's like because I'm I, I can I'm quick. I like to dodge. I usually duck the first punch, get one good one in, and that's all it takes. So, or okay. people usually underestimate because of my size. So, how tall are you? In high school, I was like five six. I'm five nine now. Okay. I graduated. I had I a gross. I don't know why college. I thought you were like. I don't know why I thought you were like much taller. But I, I wish right. I, I would have had a scholarship. <laughs> Same. Uh, I wouldn't have had a scholarship. I just wish I was taller. Um, wish I was four. Tall, where were you on? Right. Okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! No. <laughs> Next question. Oh, yeah. Right, continue. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> <laughs> fourth question. Where were you on 9-11 and how were you directly slash indirectly affected by the events of that day? Um, I was in elementary school. I was in the second grade. Um, When I was at school, a lot of people were talking, saying there was a terrorist attack. My grandmother came to get me and took me home. What the hell was that? I had to make sure. I was like, second grade? What the hell? (laughs) I was in second grade. Um, my grandmother came to get me, took me home early. I wouldn't say it directly or indirectly f- affected me in any way, not in any way that I'm aware of, but yeah, that's where I was that day. Okay. Uh, my story's a little bit deeper. Uh, I was in eighth, I was in eighth grade actually. So I probably oh, remember damn. a lot more. Um, I probably remember a lot more. I remember. What's we, that Kevin? What's that Kevin Hart mean? God damn. damn. I mean, I'm sorry. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i was in eighth that's why i was like hold up second i was like damn i'm about to sound old as hell but uh yeah i was in eighth grade i uh we left homeroom we went to my first period class and my English no, 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 teacher... no, 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 no. i'm sorry i was in third grade third right. grade 
Did you have to redo the math or you remember correctly? Yeah, I redid the math. All right. I was eight. It was in September. Yeah. All right. So, okay. That that feels a little better. <laughs> Second grade, I was like, damn, how, I thought we were closer in age <laughs> than that. But yeah, I guess you are younger than my sister. So, oh, that's interesting. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, eighth grade, we went to first period. My English teacher, old white lady, uh, I see in her, like, as soon as I walked in the room, I could see something went right. And she had the TV on, you know, you had the TV on the cart. And we weren't supposed to be watching something. So I was like, why she got the TV on? And then I saw a building with smoke coming out of it. And like the look of, the look of horror was on her face. Like she didn't say nothing to us or nothing. She just was standing there staring at the TV. So then all of us are watching the TV uh, as this is going on. And I believe we saw the second plane hit the the building in the classroom. Yeah. In the classroom. So Everybody was freaking out, like, what is this? You know, we didn't know what a terrorist attack was. Uh, we didn't know, I, I didn't know what the Twin Towers were, uh, even though I was in eighth grade. Um, and we could just tell all the adults were freaking out. I think they eventually brought us all to, like, the gym. Like, we had an assembly, like, hey, some things have happened, blah, 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 blah. We're probably going to let school out early. We're contacting the families. Um, me and my cousin went to the same school at that time. Yeah, he was in seventh grade. He was the year after me. And his dad came and picked us up, who's actually passed away now, uh, RIP Uncle Tony. Um, but he picked us up. It's our our moms, our twins, and it was their birthday. Um, happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, Aunt Pammy. Uh, so my uncle picked us up, took us to a store called Roses. I don't think it exists anymore. Uh, got our moms some birthday cards. And I believe if... If it's the same store, it exists because there's a store here called Roses. It's like the grocery. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not like it, it. Think it used to be like a big, big store, but now there's like a few left type mm -hmm. of thing. And I think it's only in the Northeast, so that would make sense. Um, but yeah, we went and got birthday cards for our moms. Uh, took them to them, and then pretty much spent the rest of the night watching it on TV. Uh, I do recall they let us out of school because I was living in Delaware at the time. And you remember they had that plane. They didn't know where it was. And they didn't know like what was going to happen with it. So they, did, they wanted us to be with our families. That was the one I think they ended up crashing in the field in Pennsylvania. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I remember. I think that's, why I, that's, I think that's why my grandmother came to get me as well. Yeah, so it's always weird for me because, yeah, it's the day that this horrible event happened. But it's also my mom's birthday. So um, try to celebrate right. it. Right. Understandable. And actually, uh, to go from something, no, yeah. no, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, uh, it's actually a terrible transition, but, but read that next it question. Is. It's a terrible transition to go from something that deep to his Speaking next of, question, which is you can't even... <laughs> a lot of <laughs> oh man, a lot of women that I crushed on are older now. Case in point, Salma Hayek in her 50s. Nice titties. But if ever given a chance, I'm still clapping them cheeks. Any lady like that for you? Man. Um. Off the top of my head, uh, Angela Bassett. That's respectable. 
off the top. Mary J. Blige as well, so you can get it. Oh wow, um, that's a, that's a that's a good one. Tyra Banks. Interesting. Naomi Campbell. Okay. Regina Hall is fifty now. She can definitely get it. I feel like we could um, be here all night. I we just could. could. <laughs> you name any of my women though. So, first yeah, of all, ahead. first of all, Salma Hayek. Um, I watched what was it? The Bodyguards. The the, the Hitman's body. Hitman's the body. Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Body. <laughs> the Hitman body. The Hitman wife's bodyguard or something like that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I watched that movie. I I don't remember half that movie because I was just staring at her. All right, so like that's legit. Like she's definitely on the list. I feel like that's how I'm going to be in Eternals. Uh, respectable. Nia Long, got to be on the list. Uh, She's been bad for 30 years, I feel like now. So, aging like wine. Um, she can got a little, little thicker. Nia Long, got to be on the list. J-Lo. Um, she, 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 she shaped me as a man when I was like 10. When she came out. What the hell? All my friends were Latino at the time. My sisters and cousins. Okay. <laughs> J Lo came out and they, you know, I, she shaped me as a man. All right. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> she can still get it. Hustlers, she did a thing. Uh, she still got it. And then a third one I got to add to the list, Sanaa Lathan. Sanaa definitely on the list. Uh, I didn't, I, I wasn't sure. I hadn't seen her in a while, but she popped up on the timeline a few weeks ago and reminded me she still got it. Uh, I forgot one. Um, okay. Lisa Ann. So, now that we uh, are done with all of the questions, thank you. <laughs> thank y'all for the questions that y'all sent in. Uh, these actually were some fun questions. Uh, Rolo, you got to work on your question placement, brother. Uh, <laughs> save the deep save the deep one for last <laughs> next time because that was a terrible transition. Um. I think we have gone on a while here, actually. I don't even remember so, how long. We're probably over an hour at this point. So, gotta uh, be. Yeah, gotta be. So, uh, unless Bibbs has anything left to say. Next week, we will have guests on if everything goes according to plan. And during this recording, I recalled who we probably need to have on have on here so be on the lookout a couple of you for the invite uh, gotcha. but yeah we'll, gotcha. we'll definitely we'll definitely have some uh, guests on one way or another absolutely it's been a while since we had our uh our round table uh obviously we're going to try to do that next week and we will be doing it uh regularly like we usually did during the season <clears throat> Uh, we may do two or two more or three more before the season starts. Who knows? Depends on how things work out. But uh, we will reach out to y'all. Don't reach out to us. That's our favorite line. But until then, we will catch y'all next week with the Mavs Outsiders Roundtable, God willing. But uh, signing off for Reese and Bibbs. Peace. Peace.